The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terramina. Welcome to OAA Now here on Sammy Terramina, blogger of Dragons Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts of Between Terramina and Oriental Television. I'd like to welcome those hearing us on the live stream, also watching on the um, on SoundCloud, and also watching on Oriental Television. Yes. Ian, it's been a crazy week this week. Crazy week in football. Mm-hmm. We've seen, we had some predictions that came true, some did not, but we also saw some great performances by uh, OAA football teams across the board. We've seen upsets. We've yes. We've seen um, teams that are rising, teams that are in trouble. Um, let's go to the um, OAA roundup. Roundup uh, already? Going to yeah. hit it right away. Let's okay, right here we go. Away. OAA roundup. Ah. <laughs> All right, like we were saying, a lot happened over uh, Friday uh, football action here in the OAA. Mm-hmm. And let's start off with Harper Woods, 32-21 over Allen Park. Uh, Kristen Stokes had 225 yards, four touchdowns for Harper Woods. Berkeley continues to roll, 36-33 over Clarenceville. Uh, Savad Daniels, 31-yard touch, 31 touchdown run. Jake Domzowski, I hope I'm saying his name correctly. Domowski, yep. 74-yard fumble returned for Berkeley for a touchdown. He Are you kidding me? He had 200 yards in that game also in that game. Berkeley's a scary team right now. I hate mm-hmm. to face them week in and week out. Okay, yep. Troy, 21-20 over Athens, the big rivalry. Troy Colts get it done. Troy trailed 20-7 in the fourth quarter. Max Stromberg, 19 for 29 for 175. Are you kidding me? Two yards uh, rushing TD, two passing touchdowns, including a 23-yard TD pass to Darius Whiteside. That's a stat stuffer if I ever heard one, Sammy. Mm -hmm. Whiteside, two TD receptions, 7-0 for the first time since 1988. Evan Bieber, 7 for 17 and 89 yards. Ben Nast, 14-yard TD run. Trey Vincent, 23 carries for 81 yards and a 13-yard rushing touchdown for Troy Athens. Big win for the Colts. Yes, it is. Bloomfield Hills continues to roll 37-6 over Ferndale. We should chat about this team in a little more depth there, Sammy. They are putting something together. Jay Jackson's been playing really well for them. They're doing well. Okay, Farmington, 50 over Pontiac, 8. So this was the inaugural game uh, at the, the new, new field. field. Yep. Called attention to all the former high schools, Central and Northern, and all that great stuff. It was a great scene uh, for the Phoenix. But unfortunately, the game did not go their way. As we said, Farmington takes care of business, rolling 50-8 to eight over Pontiac. Um, what do we got? Jalen Silver rushing and receiving touchdowns. Jacob Sanders had a rushing touchdown. Dominic Pesci. Uh, two t- TD passes for Farmington. Isaac Burrow, nine-yard TD pass to Devon Johnson for Pontiac. Avondale finds a W, 35-21 over Royal Oak. I think Herzog's back for them. I think so, too, especially uh, uh, trucking up 35 points. Mm-hmm. And the one game, we we both were like, wow, here we go. Seaholm, 41-34 over North Farmington. North Farmington led 28-19 at half. Colton Kinney had two TD passes, one rushing touchdown. Uh, Graydon Kinney and William Eberly had a TD reception each 
Kyle Robbins, three rushing touchdowns for Seaholm. Seaholm's uh, uh, defensive stand late, had a uh, defensive stand late. Uh, Jasper Beadle had a TD run. Aaron Rice had a 24-yard TD reception. Uh, Tristan Hoke had a, also had a TD reception. Ryan Shelby, two TD passes for North Farmington. What can you say that win for Seaholm? Having Un- a Absolutely. Brilliant great, group on their homecoming. Great win by the Maples. Adams continues to roll 24-7 over Groves. Nick uh, Patera had two passing TDs, including a 14-yard TD pass to Christian Schomer, uh, along with a 74-yard TD pass to Joey Shallow, um, and an 8-yard TD run for uh, Rochester Adams. They just continue to win, Sammy. All right, where are we at? Rochester. This is the game we were watching. Mm -hmm. Rochester 23, Oak Park 22. In a tight one, Aiden uh, Ostenstoski, game-winning 23-yard field goal. Uh, Rochester also had a huge defensive sta- uh, stand late in the win. West Bloomfield 56-27 over a and Isaiah Marshall is 15-37 for 145 uh, and a touchdown. Three interceptions, though, uh, kind of closed the door for a and They're in some trouble, I think a and is. Especially who they got this week. Yeah, absolutely. So Clarkston continues to do what Clarkston does. They score 50 to 22 over the rivals, Lake Orion. Ethan Clark does what Ethan Clark does. Four touchdowns, two rushing, two receiving. Mike DePillo, four passing touchdowns for Clarkston. What can you say? That offense is clicking. Yep. The big game, the one that we are, we're going to talk about Oxford here later uh, mm-hmm. in the show here, but Oxford. Takes care of Stony Creek on the road, 27-26 in overtime. Yep. Oxford, three wins on the road this season. Act Says a lot about this program right now. Yep. Stony Creek tried to go for two and the win in OT, but did not get it. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable finishes, close ones, upsets, you name it, we had it. That's the roundup. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) That is a mouthful, Sammy. Every week that thing gets longer and longer and more detailed, which I love. We got to give credit to these kids for what they're doing out there, getting some stats out there, uh, sharing with everybody. Twitterverse as well for getting stats. Unbelievable. Yeah. So thanks to yeah, and the coaches and the fans Mm -hmm. putting that information out so we can have it. Mm -hmm. Usually that's difficult to come by, but we have it, so that's awesome. We do got a guest this week here on the pod this week. Um. Speaking of that, we um, talked about Seaholm's incredible win against yes. North Farmington. Um, to go to bring it more in depth, we got Seaholm coach Jim DeWald back here on the podcast. Um, coach, welcome back. Well, thanks for having me, Sammy. It's good to be back. Um, obviously, of course, um, I want I want to talk to you about that game. Um, <laughs> that North Farmington game it was like wild and crazy atmosphere there at, in the Maple Forest. I mean, like, um, you know, you were down twenty eight nineteen at the half. I mean, like. Describe your thoughts of that game. Well, you know, going into it, uh, you know, I think we've been last couple of weeks been playing better. Um, I was very pr- proud of our performance versus Oak Park, even though the score didn't, didn't uh, show what we did. Uh, but our kids are playing hard, playing tough, and executing well. So I was looking forward to it. And uh, we got off to a pretty good start. And, uh, you know, they, they have uh, some playmakers over there. And we're trying to control them. We couldn't get off the field on third and longs in, in the first half. And I think they had three or four times that they, they were three, third and 
over 10 and they, they converted and that just kills you on defense. And, mm-hmm. and they were able to put some points on the board at halftime. And we felt as though that we are doing some good things offensively and defensively, even though we were losing. So we didn't, you know, the, the game plan didn't change drastically. We had a couple ju- adjustments on defense, but, uh, you know, we figured we had to find a way to stop the rice kid. Um, <laughs> uh, it was, he's a, he's a tall drink of water and, uh, he's yeah, a good player. Rice. You yes. probably heard he just decommitted from Navy just yeah, a couple, really? couple, couple about I, hours ago. I did not know that. I'm not. I'm not on any social media, so I have no clue. About Good for you, stuff, coach. So. Good for you, coach. Good <laughs> for you. Poison. It's poison. Good for you, coach. Um, oh. <laughs> He's a good player. He's a really good football player. Mm-hmm. So what was the uh, pep talk at half that got those guys riled up? Or was it just business as usual? It's business as usual. You know, you, very rare. Um, you know, I, I've, a couple times I've gotten on our kids at halftime, but usually it's more about, okay, what are we doing well? Well, what are we, what do mm. we need to adjust? And, and, and where, where do we think they're going to go after, you know, you know, or counter what they've been doing. So, you know, it's, it's try to be more business-like. I think when you get, you know, too emotional up there, then the kids don't actually learn what they're trying to get. Uh, so I think our coaching staff does a really good job of, of, of making some adjustments and, and, and moving into the second half. And we knew we were getting the ball back uh, in the second half. We were excited, but then we we had two penalties in the first drive, so you go three and out, and that, that, that hurt us. But then defensively, we, we got a couple stops. Yeah. So Talk about the Kinney brothers. Obviously, um, they were very instrumental in the game against North. I mean, like um, – how they've been, you know what I mean, and the impact. And I know especially with the great team win, but I want to talk about these two more in particular, um, the impact that they've had for your program. Yeah, they've had, they've had a good – the whole Kenny family has had a great impact. You know, their brother, Greg Kenny, played for us a few years ago, um, is now a student assistant coach down at Miami of Ohio. Uh, he's, he was real instrumental in really, you know, putting Sion back on the map, his leadership and his toughness has got people to rally around him. So he, you know, he's, he's, uh, his two brothers, uh, the twins, Colton and Grandin, you know, they came in to see home understanding, you know, our culture. They, they came in understanding, you know, our Veer system as good as anyone. So, you know, they've taken it and they, they learned they're students of the game, they're extremely smart, uh, football players. Um, and it's fun to coach them. Um, they're showing great leaderships and they're only sophomores. Yeah, wow. that's, that's the um, that's the scary part. You know what I mean? <laughs> Young team, a lot of ex- lot yeah. growing, growing. You know what I mean? Like, talk about you know, life in the white can be really, really challenging, and you know, and then at home coming to that, you know, really challenging. I mean, like brutal. It's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like um, talk about the um, I mean, talk about you know how the kids felt after that win against North. I mean, like now you. You look at this is like a program building confidence win. Um, talk about how um, how the kids have been doing ever since that win against North. Well, good. I mean, actually, we <laughs> truthfully I haven't seen them um, since because we actually after that game it was kind of chaotic on the field and they're all their classmates were on the field, uh, which was awesome. And and we I didn't really I just wanted them to enjoy the moment. So yeah. instead of doing you know, that whole talking and going through everything. You know, our whole student body's on the field surrounding us. I'm like, you know what? Just go be with your classmates. Go have fun. Awesome. Um, so we let them go, and I said no practice on Saturday. So I, we didn't see them Saturday morning. So we'll find out what they look like uh, tonight. Uh, but uh, I was super proud of them. You know, they, they deserve that win. They, they've been playing hard, as I said. I think, you know, we see it as coaches, and they see it on the film. You know, people in our building see the improvements and see the good things uh, when they do happen. And we've had a lot of good things happen over – a lot of good, a lot of games, and 
you know, just things didn't go our way and they deserve it. They worked extremely hard and they're resilient, as you said, and it's, uh, it's fun to coach. That is the word I describe your football team, is your program, resilient. I mean, you know it's going to be a rough year for you guys. I mean, like, obviously, the um, with the schedule, having to play Byron Center early in the year, um, then going through that white schedule. Then you're playing, your two crossovers are yeah, Clarkson no and Lake Orion, yeah. and then you have Stony Creek to close out the year. <laughs> How um, does that happen? Yeah. Yeah, it's almost laughable. It's laughable. Like, mm-hmm. like did you run over someone's cat or something? And... I don't know what we did. I don't know what we did to – Whoever made that formula, I, I must have must have pissed him off somehow. <laughs> I don't understand it, but you, know, you get what you get. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a brutal schedule. I mean, like obviously, I mean, like, and then of course you you got Lake Orion this week. I mean, we're on TV is going to have that game. Um, what are your thoughts on the Dragons? Um, have you seen them on film or anything? Yeah, we 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 got them on film. You know, John's a really good dude, and I'm I'm, I'm a big fan of him. I think he does things the right way. You know, but truthfully, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, they're, they've been a tale of multiple different games. And one game, they're, you know, they're they're against Stony Creek and they're running Veer and they look like us running Veer midline. The next week, they're running their wing T stuff. And then last week versus Clarkston, they throw the ball, you know, more than they ran the ball. I mean, it's I'm just trying to figure out who <laughs> what team we're playing this week. It's and, been uh, a long year. <laughs> I don't know if that's on purpose to make people's weekends a nightmare but it worked i mean this weekend especially yesterday was a, a nightmare for me trying to get things organized for our kids uh but uh yeah we're t- <laughs> yeah who are you gonna get i don't know who yeah. we're gonna get i, I tr- and i and i know they're you know you know when you, you when things aren't going your way you're trying to like you're trying to put your kids in the most successful position possible and i think john does a really good job of that and you know they just didn't good things against Clarkston that I think towards the end, they think they got into the game a little bit, even though the score didn't dictate that or um, tell them that, but so we'll see We'll we'll, we'll prepare our guys. And, you know, obviously it all comes down to fundamentals and playing tough and playing hard and, and being resilient for four quarters and uh, should be a really good game. And it's always fun to go to Lake Orion. They have great crowds, great atmosphere. Homecoming, and homecoming, and homecoming. Yeah, but my favorite part is when I come off the bus, I see Sammy, and he just wants to, you know, just rip on my, uh, we're ripping our uniform. Come so, on. Um, hey, I have it. Hey, I mean, you know, I miss the opposite elbows now. Come on now, yeah, I miss the opposite elbows, Sammy. Uh, yeah, but we're looking forward to it. We really are. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk about this. Um, you know, um, you used to coach at Pontiac Northern, and um, obviously Pontiac did celebrate their um new field and of course being a former coach at Pontiac Northern um what are your thoughts on Pontiac getting a new field and um everything they've been through super happy for them I mean that that's a that's a community and uh, that's gone through you know when I was there there was two you know class a high schools um both with you know 1300 students if I remember correctly I mean you had two you know and, and basketball at both schools were really good football was really good and you know, that, that whatever happened in that community, then now you're down to a school, of whatever it is, 800 or 900 um, is, is, is tough. And um, I'm proud that they're putting some money back into the school so they can attract kids to stay in Pontiac. And because uh, Pontiac treated me well for five years, the school district treated me really well. The athletic director and the administration there was phenomenal to me. Uh, so I wish nothing but the best. So I'm really, really happy for them. They actually get to play at home. Yeah. Even though I love going to Wisner, I think Wisner is a cool, cool stadium. But uh, it's it's nice to not have to ride a bus every single week. 
before I let you go, Coach, I mean, like, um, you know, I mean, I'm curious to see how um things are going for you guys. I mean, like, um, looking forward to Friday night's game. I mean, like, you know, so um, any what's, final? What's oh. the remaining schedule? I mean, we they don't... got Stony Creek and then Lake Orange. So yeah. We... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Yeah. So it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think we're a division two team, but we play all division one schools. Yeah. And it helps you schedule wise. You know what I mean? Like playoff point wise, you know what I mean? Playing, playing a lot of D ones obviously do help. Yeah. No, there's no question. I, I mean, I was, we were hoping to, to squeak out enough wins to get into playoffs. And I thought we'd definitely be battle tested, but it uh, looks like that's not going to happen obviously, but uh, super proud of our kids. I mean, like I said, you know, that you use the word resilient. I couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't echo that enough. I mean, that's just a byproduct of the kids we get to coach. I mean, the kids come from families that really push uh, hard work and toughness, and and, and I'm, I'm very, very lucky to coach them. And and they'll they'll keep being resilient until we tell them to turn in their equipment. And uh, I look forward to these next two weeks with these guys because you know, senior class is you know this is a senior class that we had some sophomores play on the the semifinal team. So you go from you know, having one of the best years in Seahome history, and now your senior year is super exciting. Even last year, we were really good, and, and now things aren't going away. So, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to go out on a high note for our seniors who've done a really good job, you know, Jacob Vance's of the world and the Jack Trenches of the world. So we're super excited. Hey, um, Seahome Coach Jim DeWald, thank you for joining us this week here on Thanks. the podcast. I mean, like, um, keep up the good work. I'm looking forward to seeing um, – Seeing the voice of the Dragon football coach, Doug Corliss, talk to you during pregame. <laughs> that sounds good. We look forward to seeing you guys this week, and thank you for having me on. Thanks, thank Coach. Appreciate thank it. Thank you real much. God bless. Right. Bye-bye. Yeah. What can you say? Good stuff. Always a good interview. Great information. Really good stuff. You know right. what I mean? Really, really good stuff, obviously. I mean, you know, when you look at Seahome football, it is truly the word resilient. Totally describes that team. Despite mm-hmm. the record, despite everything that's got happened to them, you know, that is a resilient football team. You know what I mean? And if you're Lake Orion, be very careful in this game. Yes. Um, because that, they haven't seen a team in front of you. I, I love hearing the perspective of another coach mm-hmm. looking, you know, and giving sharing their perspective and what they see about their opponents and that sort of thing. And – his comment about Lake Orion there, not to take to to derail the conversation about Seahome currently, but he's right. What are they? That is true. Is it by design or what is it? And it's it's interesting to go. Oh, oh, he just made my life. You know, Blackstock just made uh, Dewald's life a little uh, more hectic trying to figure out what it is to get the kids prepared. I have a feeling if Seahome just does what they do well, they will find success. Mm-hmm. Does it mean they're going to win Friday? Veer, I haven't decided yet. The but Veer's going to be, you know, it's, we it's, know the Veer is a very difficult offense. You know, we know with Adams, obviously, yes. there. But, you know, when you look at it, I mean, like, you know, when you look at depth, you know what I mean? They don't have a lot of depth, but but they have a lot of courage, a lot of resilience, yes. you know. And I that, do want to talk North, though, afterwards. Well, obviously, yeah. And, well, and the win over North. That's huge. That's big. That's mm-hmm. big, big win. Yes. And, and the, celebrate, storm the field. Right. Like that, and the confidence know? builder, you hope that they can carry that over. Yes. Young teams, you're not sure, but the it final sounds two games, like. You know, you got Lake yeah. Orion and, C- and Lake Orion and Stony Creek. How is that that's pos- brutal? How is that possible? Well, the week nine's an open date. You know I, what I, mean? I know, but I'm like, geez. 
But now you that's get... wild. Yeah, I know. It's gonna be uh, really interesting. Yeah. So, uh, hats off to the Maples. Um, young team getting that calloused uh, experience on the field, playing quality Hungry. opponents, finding some success. Mm-hmm. Success tastes so much better when you are faced with adversity to begin with. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? And that was our first one of the season, I think. For Seahome? For Seahome, yeah. I mean, it just it, it really does push you, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and you get a taste of that. And you know that it's within you to find success. Mm-hmm. That can you sustain it? That's, That's the, the thing, question. right? And it's coming late in the season, as opposed to let's say in the first quarter right. of the season. It's mm-hmm. late in the season. But they've been very competitive. I mean, they played oh, better. Yeah. Against, they played well against Oak Park. They played well against Groves, even when they lost that game. Byron Center, I thought they played really good in right. that one. I mean, like, but you know, to get this one yeah, against a quality opponent like North Farmington. We're going to talk in a couple minutes. Yes, but but yeah, it's 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 good to see. I mean, they are really good. To they're see. putting stuff together, and you, I'm I'm looking forward to next season already. I mean, coach always gets you charged up. I mean, I can see how he, and he, he leads gets, those and we troops. We both get to see C home this weekend. Yes, we do. So it should be interesting mm-hmm. uh, homecoming for Lake Orion. Yes, it is. Um, now let's go on the other side. Yeah, I want to look at North Farmington. Yes. What do you have to say about? <laughs> I mean, um, they've so, lost three or four. That's what I was getting to. Um, they're in some serious, serious trouble right now. I mean, you needed this game with Seahom. They needed this game, and they couldn't get it done. Yeah. Their defense has been a problem, a big, big problem. Since leading 17 nothing at Oak Park, they have not been the same team since. And that has to make Coach John Herstein Absolutely nuts. Has to. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Seahome game was 41 34. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of points. And the fact that North Far and the fact that North Farms had halftime leads in all it, it, four of those games, that it, tells you something so right there. Is it the adjustments made by the opponent or can they just are they just having a hard time finishing the game? Or you know, some we've seen teams do this in the past. Um you know, the discipline to say, yes, we may have a lead, mm-hmm. but you have to be disciplined to still stay the course. You can't say, hey, we got a lead. This is in the bag. I go, there's a lot of football to be played in the second half. Mm-hmm. Right? And we've seen them falter in the second half of games, and it's continuing. I'll be honest with you. I thought that North Farrington Seahome game, the more and more I think about it, I think it was more Seahome went in there and took it. You know I, th- I, mean? I think so, too. I mean, just the way those kids played yeah. in that game. Yeah. It was just outstanding, resilience, courage, you know. They deserved the store in the field. That they had nothing to lose. They had nothing to lose. Whereas you look at North Farmington, they have everything to lose. And now you look at their season right now. They sit at three and four, having to play West Movie this week, and then Traverse City second yeah, goes yeah, out the year. That's really difficult. Yeah, it's it's pretty much. I'm gonna say the writing's on the wall for 2021 for these guys, but unless something crazy win, happens if against, they Carson. don't win. No, they got West Bloomfield this or week. West Bloomfield. Excuse if me. If they don't win at least one of those two yeah. games, playoffs is done for them. Yeah. Because well, you were mentioning uh, four wins four might get you, in. get you in. Yeah, if you play a very difficult schedule. I mean, obviously, when you look at Nord playing. Traverse City Central and West Bloomfield to close out the year. 
and West Boom is in the swamp. That makes it worse. So yeah. this team's got no room for error at all. No room for error. I want to know is where in the heck is yeah, where in the where in the heck is there's a couple players I'm wondering. Aaron Rice is, has he's gotta do more. Jasper Beeler's doing everything he can. Ryan Shelby's doing everything he can. I mean, like, the problem is it's on the other side of the football. You look at the defensive numbers they've given up. 32 to Rochester. They have 30 to Oak Park. They've given up 41. 41, 41 to Seaholm. <laughs> I mean, and then, of course, they had that loss to Adams in overtime. Yeah. I mean, they're right there. I mean, we're they're about five, six, seven plays away from possibly being undefeated Defeated. right now. I know, I know. And that's and that's the wild thing. You look at the, the it's like you nobody wants to play them, mm-hmm. right? Because they are they are tough. It's a tough team, but there's just something missing. There's something missing. They can't uh, having games where it's decided, like you said, you put it in perspective, saying you know seven total plays, maybe ten plays, plays. Yeah, out undefeated. of how many games, and you could possibly you're you're, you're on your way at least to right. a winning record. Mm-hmm. You're right? undefeated. You're ranked in the top ten in my poll. I mean, like, and yeah, it's ugh. what is ha- what's going on, right? So, mm-hmm. what do you do? What um, do you do? If, and then you look at you're playing West Bluefield and Traverse City. Such yeah. close out the year. I mean, the good news is you don't have to go to Thurby Field again. Yes, but still, yeah. It it North has some soul searching to do. Yes, they do, and they don't have a lot of time to. No, they don't figure it out. No, they don't. Mm. Um, let's go to the from the white to the blue a little bit. I mean, obviously we know the story of Bloomfield Hills. I, I do. <laughs> so I'm reading the roundup, right? Mm-hmm. I get into Bloomfield Hills, thirty-seven-six Ferndale, and I said, "Hey, we gotta start talking about these guys." And you're shaking your head. They haven't really been They're, tested, but they w- are beating the team They're set before them. It's just like Coach D. Wall is saying, "Go, how did we get this schedule?" Bloomfield Hills is saying, "How did we get this schedule?" Right? We'll know a lot about them next week. <laughs> we'll know a lot about them next week when they play Troy. No credit, huh? Not You're yet. not giving anything? Not you still got to win. They still got to win. So, Troy. Right? Yeah. That's, yeah, okay. The Colts. That, that. You. I, I'm with you. That, that should be. That's your measuring stick. It is. It, it really is. Because if you can take. Take out Troy because Troy is playing some solid football right now. Really good football. And they're showing that they're also a tough team. They're a yeah. tough out. They have guts that they the can come back. The experience Coach Chris Frazier's team has. So to go yes. into Athens and win that game, you know, down 27 with 11-19 the fourth Yes. Quarter, I mean. That's I mean, huge. Right? Darius Whiteside's been a real – Legit player. Max Stromberg's been very efficient at quarterback. Both Block brothers have been playing really outstanding for Troy. The offensive line's been pretty good for them. Now, when you look at Troy the last um, two games, I mean, like, they got Berkeley and Bloomfield Hills on there. You win those two games, you win the blue. Oh, absolutely. Straight up. Yes. So, and then you look at Berkeley, you know what I mean? You look at the Bears, I mean, like, they are. Berkeley's on a mission. They're six and one right now. Their only loss was that thirteen ten loss to Bloomfield Hills. The way they played against Avonia Clarenceville was huge. Jake Demowski has been playing really good football. 
Devon Daniels has been playing really good football. Yeah. Zach Maurice has been very efficient at quarterback. I mean, when you look at Berkeley, of all a uh, Berkeley, you know what I mean? They're right now in the hunt. They're they're a dangerous team. Absolutely. And when you look at these three teams right now, if there's a team right now that I do not want to see on that schedule right now, it's Berkeley. Absolutely. Because the way that they've been playing, I know Troy's been playing outstanding football. Bloopy Hills, I, I just have not I just haven't really <laughs> Bloopy You're Hills. not on the bandwagon, Sammy. No, I'm not. I mean, like, I mean, like, not yet. Until they beat, <laughs> until they beat. You know, what I mean, somebody legit. You know what I mean? I know they beat Berkeley earlier in there, but Kettering. Yeah. They should the Kettering game. You know, they had to come back from 21 down. But when but you, they won, they won that. You know, and then Athens, of course, they had to um, they had to overcome some problems. I mean, like, but, do you think if Bloomfield Hills and Berkeley went at it right now, who would win? Berkeley. Berkeley by a by a touchdown. Really? Berkeley by a touchdown. I just think Berkeley really had some issues in that game against Bloopy Hills. Um now Bloopy Hills got a very good quarterback in TJ Jackson. Yes. Um he's been he's been really good lately for them. I mean Shane Winter's been good for them. Andrew Sapersky's been really good for them. I mean They they are playing as a unit. They're playing as a unit and but they are undefeated. Until yeah, but they're like the Kansas Jayhawks at two on seven. I mean, saying that. Yeah, they are. I mean, they virtually are. You know, you, when you look at, okay, you're playing these teams that you're giving, they're playing before them. Yes. But it's not their fault. It's not their fault. But you look at Troy. Troy reminds me of the 2007 Missouri Tigers. Those two teams played, lad. Those two teams played. Missouri beat Kansas by a touchdown. So when I look at Troy and Bloomfield, look at Troy and Bloomfield Hills. Troy reminds me of the Missouri Tigers. <laughs> I mean that that game. I mean, like it's very, very familiar. I mean, like now both these teams deserve to be where they're at right now. Yes, but but doesn't that? I mean, Troy that... has passed the eyeball test for me more okay. than Bloomby Hills has. All right, that's where I'm going at. Troy but, has passed the eyeball test, but that's more. that's the game, right? I mean, we we, we talked about this about but Rochester. Troy's got to get by Berkeley. Yes. That's at Hurley. Yes. That's difficult. Yes, it is. You know? Uh-huh. So that'll be a real fun game to watch. So of the three teams, which one is going to have the most say in the outcome of this league, uh, out of this division? Who I think could have a deep postseason run. I would just say out of this division right now, it's still they're still battling it out they're even though you got uh, Bloomfield Hills beat, is undefeated. I think Troy has the most say right now because if they beat Berkeley – Berkeley's out of the blue conversation. Because that's two losses. Yep. If Troy and then they beat Bloomfield Hills, they win the league title outright. Sets up the undefeated matchup. So you look at the team that has the most to say right now, who controls their own destiny, Troy. it's Troy. Because I expect Bloomfield Hills to be undefeated heading in that game with Troy. But with Troy, you know, they have to beat Berkeley and they have to beat them. Um, and they have to be Bloomfield Hills. But that, so it's Troy Bloomfield Hills to close out the season. Yes. Right? So, but what do we just say? Do you want to be, go up against Berkeley this time of year? No. No. Because they are. They're hot right now. They are playing very, very well. They're playing really, really well right now. So I mean, it's tough sledding for Troy. I mean, if they can get through Berkeley, do you think they steamroll Bloomfield Hills? 
Or do you think it's going to be tighter than you think? Tighter than you think, but if so, so if it's tighter than you think, that means you think Bloomfield Hills is better than. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Nice try. (laughs) Nice, nice try. Come on, logic states. Nice try. All right. Um, Let's talk. Those those three teams. Those those three mixing it up. Yeah. Berkeley, Troy, Bloomfield Hills. Awesome. Yes. That's what you love at the end of a season. That makes it interesting. That's what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Now we got to talk Rochester. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wh- what did we say last week? Going up against Oak Park. They For me, had, I think it's a program it's statement. It's a program statement win for you. And you know what? I agree with you. You know, it's a program statement win. You know what I mean? You're just proving yourself that you belong in the white. You needed a field goal to win that game and a defensive stand. I mean, like. This a lot is a, of great things for Coach Eric Vernon. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, if um might have might have Coach Vernon on next week. I mean, I have his number and everything. So I'll see if he calls you back. <laughs> I think he will. Mm-hmm. I mean, but Rochester. Um, I'll tell you what. I mean, it it was a great win. It was a good. It was a great win for them. Mm-hmm. And it was a tight. See, th- those are one of those classic games where everything mm-hmm. is so tight. That uh, scoring wise, that and one mistake, one completely turns the outcome of this game. Absolutely. And you look at obviously with um, Rochester, you know, finishing the league record at five and one. Who would ever thought Rochester would be second in the white behind Adams? And they were undefeated in the regular season in the league. Behind, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it's it, it's real. Yeah. If they are building legit. over there, right? That's what the Oak Park statement. Boom. That's the period. Mm-hmm. There's the statement there. They belong. They belong in the white. They truly belong in that division. And now let's go from the white to the red. Oxford. Hey. You want Is you, there a hotter team right now? Is the fact that this team has won three of four, all three on the road. On the road. Is insane. Yes. Absolutely insane. You got to give credit to Coach Zach Line, Brady, and quarterback Brady Carpenter, running back Trent Muir. You got Salva Carroll. You got um, you got you got Salva Carroll there. Alec Brown at wide receiver. I mean, what can you say about the Oxford Wildcats? It's it's one of those slow builds, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you got? What do you got? Last year in twenty. You're, crazy you're going from Bud season to, Zach Line. to come into a situation like that. I mean, oh my goodness, taking over a program that you played in, you've known the community knows you. You're trying to get something going on, and what a disaster! I mean, for everybody, just because of the COVID situation. Fast forward to 21. Little slow start, tough schedule, brutal, Murder. brutal, schedule. brutal schedule. Mur- when you have Romeo on there, <laughs> yeah, you have to play Adams, and then you have that red schedule. Yes, and then you still got Rochester and Chippewa Valley yet to play. That is like, it, it, that is like, yeah. You just feel like you feel numb. Yes, it's you feel numb. You look at it and go, "What the heck?" You know, but what have they done? One three on the road. But it's not only that, but it's the eyeball test, Sam, right? We talk about it. They pass the eyeball they test. They completely pass it with flying colors because yeah, when you're watching them against the heavyweights in the red, right? they are playing them very, very tough. tough. 
I mean, they beat. I mean, they hung tough at West Bloomfield. Had Clarkson on the oh, ropes. ropes. Beat Lake Orion. Beat A&T. Beat Stony Creek. I mean, yeah. what do you say? It's it's fun to see. I mean, it was an overtime uh, thriller. Mm-hmm. Against Stony. Stony mm-hmm. on the road. But I'm telling you, those wins, when you win late like that, in that fashion, just like we saw Rochester and, you know, and those guys, it's like, and Troy, and that really solidifies your team, right? I read this news to you's article the other day, and he has Oxford right now in the first four out. Really? First one out. I disagree with Snooze's thoughts on Oxford because, to me, if they go four and five, I would put this team in the playoffs. Do we know the formula for points? What? How many points do you need to get in? Or is it just at the end of it, who has what? And, you go, it, who has and it's what? just, here's a list, here are the points. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Eesh. So, Oxford, to me, they... This team should be in the playoffs, in my opinion. Now, looking at Oxford-Rochester, a lot of people look at that game as an elimination game. I don't necessarily think it's an elimination game. But for Oxford, it is a gigantic game for them. Because uh-huh. if they can get this win against Rochester, and they beat Chippewa Valley, and they finish 5-4, and four, they're in. They have to be. They're in. Not a question. With that murder's row of a schedule they played, they should be in the postseason. Yes. And then you look at Rochester, we know what they've been doing. I mean, and then. So they they lost to their crosstown rivals, right? So it's two losses. Rochester's got two losses, yep, to um, both the Adams and Stony Creek. And then you look at Oxford. Can they, can they uh, survive with one more? Rochester? Yeah. They should be able to. They should be able to. I think they. I think they have just enough to get in. I. I really think Rochester. That would be horror. That would be tough. Mm-hmm. And then you look at on the other on the on the flip side. I want to go back to blue a little bit. Troy Athens. Yeah. They don't have a game this week. You know, which is very odd. Scheduled that way. I oh. guess you know. I mean, but I've been looking at. I've been looking at obviously a couple games for them um, to look at. Possibly River Rouge is one of them. And then maybe Sterling Heights is another option. So they're, so they're trying to find an out-of-league game. Yes. Wow. Because it's a non-league week for them. Wow. So I'm curious to see what Coach Billy Keenan is going to have this week, obviously. Um, so that's a game we'll keep a very close eye on if um, with Troy Athens' stance and situation, what they're yeah. going through. Um, I do want to break before we go. Um, let's go to picks. I want to talk Harper Woods a little bit. Okay. Because the well, Pioneers. We're at 38 right now. The Pioneers have been. They're winning games. They're winning games. You know. They sit right now at five, at um five and one, um six and one technically. I mean, the play of Christian Stokes has been really good for them. I know he's a senior, um, but when you look at Harper Woods right now, they beat Notre Dame Prep. They they're only lost to Orchard Lake St. Mary's, and now you're looking at them staring at Warren D. the South. Yeah, going to Wayne State and. We know how good the pilots have been. Yes. So if you're Coach Rob Olden, you're in a really, really tough spot. I mean, they're not a deep team, but, you know, when you look at numbers, but they have found ways to win games. And, yeah. You know, and I think that's a lot. That's a credit to the players they have, and that's a credit to the coaching that they have. So when you look at Harper Woods and say, okay, you know, they're coming to the league next year, and but they are been, they've been playing some good football. They have been. You know? And um, 
yeah, it's interesting to see an independent and how they mix it up. I mean, the variety of teams are playing and bouncing around like that. It's it's kind of interesting to watch. Like we, you've you know you've kept us abreast of what's going on all season and long. Knocked off Allen Park. That yeah, and a good the, win for them. Absolutely, and um, playoff bound they should be. They should be playoff bound, right? I so, know they close out the year with E Corson. They should have no problem with them. Um, but yeah, they're the, playing pre- pretty good ball right now. They are, and I think when you look at Harper Woods, obviously, um, we'll see what happens when the postseason comes. But they are rolling right now. We ready to do some picks? Sure. Uh, we're at forty, so we got we got time. Plenty of time. Plenty. Um, let's go to our first game we talked about was Harper Woods versus Warren D. LaSalle. Um, we know what the pilots have done. Obviously, um, we know how good they are. Um, undefeated right now. Coming, They've beaten Birmingham Brother Rice, Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, Nobody Detroit Catholic Central. Um, and then here's Harper Woods. Your only loss is to Orchard Lake, St. Mary's. It's a Catholic League opponent. You're going to Wayne State. <laughs> yeah. Um, the atmosphere can Atmos- get to you. Yes, the atmosphere can get to you. But this team, Harper Woods has been through a lot. They went to Pickney, um, won that one. I know Pickney's in your um, old Yeah, the Pickney grounds. Pirates out there. Yeah. Yep. And um, when you look at Harper Woods' chances, a lot of people say it is slim to none. Really? Yes, especially going down to Warren D.S. South, especially going to Wayne State. Yeah. Even though it's not actually at the main campus that they're going to play. Where are they playing? Wayne State. They play. Oh, yeah. Warren Wayne... South plays all their games at Wayne State. Most of their games at Wayne State, except that Oak Park game where they played on their home campus. Okay. The, but this is a matchup where I, I think, didn't know that. I just learned something today. Yes. They play all their games at Wayne State. You know, Birmingham Brother Rice, they play their games at Lawrence Tech. I don't understand why. But, um, but those are the two teams I know that play their games at different sites. Mm. Um, but... If you're Harper Woods, yeah, what is what do you think has to be the key against the Pilots of Warren? Jeez, I mean, we know Harper Woods can put up points. Mm-hmm. Uh, not knowing much about uh, De La Salle, uh, I saw their soccer club play. They were outstanding. They were out here at Lake Orion. They were really good. Uh, not that that means anything, but um, you, you know, Harper Woods just needs to stick to what they're good at. You know, like do what you do well. And usually good things happen, mm-hmm. right? Uh, don't let the environment get to you. It, it, yes, it's not it, at the home school's right. field, and you go to Wayne State, and it, it, it might get to you sometimes. You're like, oh, a larger stadium. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the sight lines are different. Uh, you know, the background might be different for the quarterback and receivers. Who knows? But uh, just do what you do well, and good things happen. You got Warren DSL winning this game? Um, or you got Harper Woods? Let's go with the upset. Let's go with Harper You're going Woods. Harper Why Woods? not? Yeah, by one. Why not? I'm going Warren DSL. <laughs> I mean, too much in that game. Come on. Um, Here's an interesting game to talk to you about. Pontiac at Ferndale. Both teams okay. very young. Very young and limping, yeah. right? So, at the beginning of the season, you were predicting Pontiac right. grabbing a W. Mm-hmm. One, possibly two. Mm-hmm. We saw the one uh, away over at, uh, what was it, Stockbridge? Or yeah, Stockbridge. Stockbridge. Yep. It's like that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. They scored points and showed promise. Mm-hmm. Is Ferndale their first win? I think Could it, it be? Could it be? I think it is. Because Ferndale has really struggled. 
they have not played really well this whole season. Now, they have four seniors total on that program. So young. They're young. It's going to be an interesting game. This is one of those games where you see teams struggling like Ferndale and Pontiac come together, and the score is going to be like 47 to 46 or something like that, right? I mean, I expect that it'll be a score. It'll be a big shootout. You think that's what it's going to be? I think it'll be a shootout, you know. Um, But I'm going to get Pontiac the first win. Could you just imagine how Coach Coach, um, Ken Way is going to be if um, they get their first win? That whole community of Pontiac, they get their first win. Yeah. They would that would be a step in the right direction for them. Oh, absolutely. It'd be a tough loss for Coach Eric Royal and his team. But you know, for Pontiac, you know I I'll sit with you, Sammy. I think uh, Pontiac pulls it out. We both go on Pontiac. I'm going Pontiac. I said if this if they're gonna get one, this is it. Mm-hmm. And uh and you know they're not gonna win next week against Berkeley. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Berkeley's on a mission. We yeah. talked about that. So I think this is the one. But it's going to be one of those high-scoring games. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of defense. Yep. Um, and I, I think Pontiac squeaks out by two. Does Troy Athens get a game next week, this week? No. I think yes. I think they're going to be replaced Sterling Heights or River Ridge. Really? Or maybe Unionville Seaboing. What? Seaboing? Yeah, USA. You know, I'm keeping an eye on the situation up in Vassar. You know what I mean? With the COVID-19 cases up there. Yeah, no kid. So is that why? I mean, we talked about Athens. Is that, I, I thought it was scheduled on an opening. They couldn't it's find it. They had an opening. They couldn't find it, yeah. So it wasn't like a COVID situation right. where they had a game and it was mm-hmm. canceled. Okay, so good. We'll no, keep, we don't want we'll, COVID right. cancellation. We'll keep an eye on that Athens game. I mean, like, I know a lot of people been on Twitter blowing up, um, you know, saying, why not play River Rouge? Why not play River Rouge? You know what I mean? So River Rouge is open. I'm. They are open. saying that, obviously it's... They're open. That's so, funny. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, Royal Oak and Bloomfield Hills. Um, it's, at, it's at Royal Oak. Um, do, do you see an upset here or no? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't. Um, I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go now to um you got next up we have um Farmington and Avondale. This one's got some star power in this one. Obviously the quarterback battle. Yeah. To watch Dominic Pesho versus Jake Herzog, Jacob Sanders, Evan Krishhoff. I mean like a lot of good star power in this one. Um it's at Farmington. This the, could be an interesting game. The it, it, I think it could be interesting, but the question is who is the real Avondale? Both teams have won two straight games. Avondale scoring points, but... So is Farmington. Yeah. Do you think this is a uh, one of those pick-ems? I mean, it, it's sure. almost too tight. It's too tight to choose, but I'm going Farmington because Jacob Sanders, I think he's... I, I just think Jacob Sanders is the real deal here. Um, I think the Falcons... I really, I really like where they're going right now. Might be too late for them for their to get a postseason berth, but they're heading in the right direction. Yeah, I'm going with you there too, Sammy. You going Farmington? Yeah, because I'm not sure what the real Avondale is. Mm-hmm. Right? Who is it? What are they up to? That they've we tried to pick them before, and it's like whoa, we get bit. So I'm not sure. I think they're still trying to hammer some stuff out here. 
Mm-hmm. And I think Farmington gets them. I do want to talk Troy Berkeley in a little bit um, because that's a big game. Obviously, let's go to um, our next one. We got um, A&T taking on Oak Park. I mean, this one, too, it's been rough for both these two teams. Yes. Um, I mean, A&T's got a very tough game coming. Both teams got tough games coming up next week. I mean, Oak Park with Clarkston and then um, A&T with River Rouge. I mean, like. So, A&T has some firepower, man. They're giving up points. But they are giving up points. But they they ran into that turnover bug last week. And their defense has been a problem. Yeah. Um, I think I think Oak Park takes them. I think it's going to be uh, Oak Park wants to bounce back. That's definitely uh, in the cards for them after the ro- loss of Rochester by one. Mm-hmm. So I think Oak Park takes it. I think it's going to be close though. I, I don't think it's going to be some, you know, some blowout or anything like that. I say they take it by maybe ten. I'm going to take Oak Park by a touchdown over A and T. I mean, yes, A and T's got firepower. They're athletic. I mean, like, I just think the difference is going to be is um, I just think the Knights are going to find a way and win that game. Yeah. Um. Let's go to North Farmington Ugh. and West Bloomfield. I mean, <laughs> um, we just we four, talked North Farm. What do we? This is week eight. This is week eight. North Farmington. We know about in week them. one. I said, ooh, that'd been a great game. Not anymore. North is. Limp and they they have to find something. I don't know what it is, but I think West Bloomfield takes them. And, and then I, you look at what West Bloomfield's been doing. Yes, they've been Ooh, rolling, rolling and tattooing people for a truckload of points and yards. Mm-hmm. You don't think they have an answer for Dylan Tatum or um Samaj Morgan no. or no or the rest of the Lakers or Raekwon Nance? I no. think Nance. This is going to be Raekwon Nance's going away party. You I think, think he's going to go off. I think he's going to go off for four touchdowns. Um. I'm high on this kid. I love Raekwon Nance. I love I love what West Bloomfield's been doing. You know what I mean? I've had a lot of praise of West Bloomfield. Yeah. Um, for good what, reason. For good reason. They're going to get a blowout win in the, in the swamp. Mike Stone's going to go like, <laughs> touchdown. You really you, you love that. I think you mentioned that every week. You like that, don't you? Hey, if Mike Stone wants <laughs> on, we give him a boost. Uh, he's a little busy at this time. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, Clarkston Groves. Um, Clarkston. Yeah, it's Clarkston's homecoming. They, yeah, the, Clarkston. Their quarterback play, the running back. I mean, it's like pick your poison, pick it. Yeah, you want to stop the run? We'll air it on you. You wanna, yeah. you wanna go five de- defensive backs? We'll run it up your throat. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Clarkston all the way. Um, let's go Lake Orion and Seahome. I mean, See, we had Jim D. Walt, we had Coach DeWalt here on the um, pod. Yep. Um, Lake Orion, we don't know what the heck they are. Um, and then Seahome, we know about the Veer. Um, yes. I think with Seahome, this is going to be a tight game. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know what we're getting with Lake Orion. Mm-hmm. The issue I see with Seahome, though, and Coach mentioned it, is their youth. And their depth. Yes, so I think those are going to come bite them. At, at Lake Orion has shown signs that they can click it together, right? Mm-hmm. I think they do. Plus, it's homecoming. They'll be primed. They'll be ready to go. I think Lake Orion takes down Seahome, but I think it's going to be close. 
I this is going to be a shootout. You know, this is going to be a shootout. You know what I mean? Seahome can score in bunches. Yes. Lake Orion, we know, is more than capable of scoring in bunches. So this has got a shootout written all over it. It's almost coming, for me, for Lake Orion, for a W, it's going to come down to self-inflicted wounds. Yep. Can they uh, take care of the ball? Can they watch the crazy penalties? And, you know, what's that defensive, you know, the defense? (laughs) What are they going to do with that fear? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I think Lake Orion does it, but it's it is going to be close. I like Lake Orion this game also close. So I just think that it's going to be a shootout. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what yeah. happens there. I mean, it'll be a really good game. Um, and now we have the um, oh, we have Adams and Stony Creek. This one's interesting. Ooh, this should be fun. This one should be fun. I mean, obviously, when you look at Adams, we know about Parker Pico. I mean, Nick Patera's played outstanding. Their offensive line's been playing outstanding. Stony Creek, not an easy team. Not an easy team. I mean, like you got some players there. Jacob Beth, you got yeah. um Cam Fogler. I mean, like I think this is gonna be a time possession, low scoring game. I do, but I, I just think Adams got way too many weapons, and they're motivated after losing twenty three to ten last year. Yes, they at, they're home. I think. Adams is a different beast. Mm-hmm. They are a mature team. They are, they they run their system to perfection. They run the veer. They run it to perfection. Um, Stony coming off the overtime loss. It's a stinger to Oxford a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to be hungry as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's Adams. I really I've do. I got Adams as well. I mean, I got the Highlanders um, close over the Cougars. It'll be a good game, though. It'll yeah. be a really good game with Stoney. If Stoney uh, can hang on to the ball and do something with it at the end of drives, like these, the long drives we know they can do, mm-hmm. control that clock and score. There could be an upset. There could be an upset, but I, I think Adams is going to take it, but it's I would not be shocked if Stoney takes him down. Mm-hmm. And then we have the two big games. We have yeah. Troy at Berkeley um, at Hurley, um, and then we have Rochester at Oxford. Um First, let's talk Colts and Bears. I mean, like this is almost this is going to be a good game. Yes, this is the game of the week. This is the one to watch. I'm hoping CMN TV has this game. Oh, I hope so. I hope so too. Yeah, it's um. This is going to be the game. Man, I don't know. I, it's it's hard to pick. Berkeley's just they're just looking different, man. They got something going. Uh, they have momentum. They they're scoring. They're doing everything right. You know what I mean? They just look mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Um. But Troy, like we we kept using that word at nauseum today of resilient, but they they are just tough. Both teams are these are tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna say where's it at again? At, Berkeley. At, okay. Berkeley. You got the Bears. Berkeley Bears. Their first loss. I am agreeing with you there. I think I think Berkeley's gonna get their um gonna get a huge win. It'll put Blueberry Hills in the driver's seat though yes. in the blue. But I really like Berkeley in this game. I just think Jake Dombowski is a difference maker. Um, they found the running, they found a solution at running back. They've got enough depth at linebacker. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a tight game over there at Hurley. Um, I mean, this could come down to a field goal. Yeah, it could be a penalty. It could yeah. be some silly thing to put whoever mm-hmm. has the ball last in their hands is going to win this thing. We both got Berkeley. Yep, and then the game up. On Oxford Road, uh, Blue Turf, Rochester Oxford. at Oxford. 
I mean, this is going to be a barn burner. <laughs> you got two good quarterbacks, Alex yeah. Bueno, Brady Carpenter. I mean, both teams got stout offensive lines. They got playmakers. I mean, both these teams have been red hot right now. And when you look at this game, you know, when you look at Oxford and Rochester, these two teams, this has the <laughs> feelings of an elimination game. I mean, this has it is. the feelings it's, of it. It's, you, know? Uh, you know, Rochester should get in even if they fall to Oxford. Don't mm-hmm. you think? Mm-hmm. But for, if you're two Oxford's losses, case, Oxford's, Oxford's case, case, they are they have to win. They have to win. And they're playing with uh, extra motivation because of the postseason mm-hmm. on the line. They have no room for error. None. And so far, they've answered the bell, right? I mean, I, I they hung tough with Clarkson. Hung tough with West Bloomfield. They hung tough with Adams. I mean, they beat Lake Orion. I mean, they beat A&T. Yeah. They yeah. beat Stony Creek. I mean, like, all on the road. Yeah. You know? And then look at Rochester. They beat North Farmington. I mean, they beat Groves. <laughs> they beat Seaholm. Beat Oak Park. I mean, like, you know? I'm going to go with Oxford. Home field advantage matters? Home field matters, but the added motivation, the, the competition they've been playing is difficult. Right, and the red includes Romeo as well. Include you right Romeo, across the board. Yeah, Romeo Adams. You have Rochester, the Chippewa Valley. Yes, that's their non-conference. They they haven't and they've hung tough with those teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Rochester can say they've had that type of schedule, right? I mean, this goes hold back to your theory, uh, your your opinion on these these schedules. I Oxford is battle tested. Mm-hmm. I think they win it, and I think they win by seven. I'm going to take the Wildcats in this game for a couple reasons. It's at home. It's at Oxford. That I crowd's going to be crazy. The schedule, you are right, Ian. That is going to be a difference maker. The murder's row of a schedule Oxford's play. It finally pays dividends. Finally pays dividends. I remember talking to the kids at Oxford a couple weeks ago. The schedule is draining. It is murder. But I think Oxford will pull this off because of that schedule. Yeah. And you look at the teams who have also played murderous role schedules. Lake Orion, A&T, perfect example. Also played murderous role schedules. Yes. I think having a difficult schedule is going to help you get in the postseason. And don't be surprised if Oxford, Gets in the postseason, even if they finish at four and five. The way they're playing, mm-hmm. if they can win this one, and what did they say? They're on the road. Chippewa, no, they're, they're at home for their final two. Final two. That is a good sign they're for at them. Home. They have Chippewa Valley at home. Yeah, if they can get those uh, two W's, they have to be. They have to be in the playoff. I mean, OCT will have that game for you, so keep an eye on that one as well. So. Okay, now we're going to sign off here. You can take, keep an eye on the blog at sammysamicolonsamenablogspot.com. I'm also a feature writer at the O1 TV blog. Yes, you are. Um, so keep an eye on the latest updates and everything on the blogs. Um, Sammy Comedian, sign off here. Take care. God bless. See you all next week, everybody. Thanks, Sam. Boy, well, now it's produced by Sammy Terramine, and the views on this show are his and mine alone. Thanks for tuning in for this week's edition of OA Now. Again, we'll be live 10 a.m. next Monday on YouTube Live.
That's it for this edition of Oi Now. We'll see you next week. See ya!